happen for myself and my family there's no way that this is real man it can't be what's up everybody welcome back to wow why do i start off with the hand like that like, i was like it's like every influencer what's up everybody welcome back to modify your life podcast where i am your host anthony lopez also known as heavy to modified this is modify your life podcast where we talk about everything modifying your life mentally physically emotionally and financially and today I have my daughter on. Oh, she hasn't okay. been on in a long time. <laughs> she has not been up. She has not been on in a long time, right? I know she has different color hair. <laughs> the next phase is blue. No, I ain't is the next blue. phase blue? No, I ain't going blue. This is it. I'm gonna redo it. I'm gonna do gray. Gray? Like a gray? Yeah, like a gray. I think you should go blue, man. Like yeah. honestly, I feel like I feel like your 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 blue? your next morph should be blue. Blue blue won't go. No, let's go blue. I, think, I, I, I can see Frankie's hair. I can see you like a Karen. Karen? Really? I can see, Bro, yeah. I'm like the most calmest person. You need to see me as a Karen. John K. John K with the blue hair. Nah. Don't work. I don't see it. Becky with the good credit. I see good credit. I see. I see blue <laughs> hair, man. What's up, man? It's been a minute since you've been on my podcast. It has been. How are you feeling after we stepped off stage? Honestly. Other than gaining 15 pounds, 16, bro. 16? 16? Yeah. And I was the one in the transformation section. Isn't isn't that insane? I'm getting ready to go back for transformation. Yeah. That <laughs> so if you guys don't know, I'm actually going to be coaching my daughter into uh, his next transformation show. Yeah. We're going to get him up to 600, <clears throat> and then we're going to bring him back down. I'm excited. I'm How ready. is it, though? How is it, dude? How is it, like, bro, we live in Vegas now. Like, for real. We live in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, I felt like I'm excited now. Yeah. Like I feel now that we're not on prep, now I don't have to I'm still tracking food. I developed the discipline to do that now, but I just feel there's more freedom of of just eating what I want, but still staying within my calories because I still wanna maintain the body that I have. Oh, and so you're like using modified macros ebook volume yes. one through six? Yup. I'm gonna start doing that. Oh, where do you get that from? Uh, I saw it online. Uh, I follow this guy, uh, Heavy to Modified. Wow, he sounds like a... Honestly, he sounds like a stud. He sounds like a stud. Yeah, he's all right. He sounds like a stud. He does too much. He does too much sometimes, though. What he doesn't do is take first place. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) That's what he didn't do. Let alone even place. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) It's okay. I didn't place either. Dude, too soon. You should have. Too soon. It's crazy. That was disrespectful. My own podcast. You just you know just gonna throw me out like that? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. And you say I'm an asshole. I don't. I didn't you make are. fun of you not placing. <laughs> I didn't make fun of your scrawny ass calves. I didn't say anything yeah, about that. Growing. <laughs> hey, I'm growing. I am yeah. growing. I'm looking solid. That sweet potato. It hits different. I love sweet potato. Yeah. So dude. I added into my program. Went yeah. My diet. Yeah, thanks for fucking roasting me right now, dude. Now my clients are listening like, oh, I didn't place. No, I didn't, okay? Uh, Whatever. You should have, but. Yeah, hey. that's a, that was a tough one, dude. That was. I was, it, it was so you know, happy. I think, you know, I think the reason why I've accepted my loss is because so many people came up to me and said I was like, I was like, you know, they were shocked. So I was like, okay, you know what? I, yeah. I went up there. I, I brought the package. I brought what I could, you know? I'm very, I'm very proud of us, uh, my, myself, you, Mikey. We've gotten so much closer from it. Mm-hmm. Frankie, too. Frankie was a big help, especially uh, Frankie and Lauren in, in, in Texas. Yeah. They were out there freaking just helping us with everything. Cooking. Bro, I never, you know what? Uh, I didn't have anyone cook my, well, Frankie obviously cooks her food and I would eat it, but I never had someone cook 
my food for me. And that felt so felt good, right? Great. I was like, damn, this was so good. Is that why you're so jealous? <sighs> no, no, I really enjoy cooking. Um, now that we're not on prep, I actually get to experiment with other with the ebook and try different uh, recipes, and I'm actually looking forward to that, and also making content on that. Yeah, dude, like so. your content, like because you're growing <laughs> to be an online coach. Like, so some of you may not know, but Big John was with me before I because I was online coach. Mm -hmm. He was there actually the first meeting I had when I was going, you know, thinking about taking up this opportunity. Uh, and now, you know, we moved to Vegas to double down on our brands separately, mm -hmm. but obviously together. Yes. You know what I mean? And you're becoming an online coach and you get to see how I coach my clients and how I work on my clients. And I see you replicating a lot of things in your own way. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with replicating. It's not a bad thing. I mean, everything's replicated, right? And just kind of find your own twist, your own twist to it. Um, and now you're doubling down your business. We're done with our show. So like, what are your, what are your goals? Like, what are your goals moving forward? Like now, like. Like, now that we feel we actually live in Vegas, like, I don't have to check in. You don't have to check it. Like, yeah, how, like, what do, you, what do you feel? What do you see yourself doing the next couple um, months? Just doubling down on my content now, you yeah. know, now and be more relatable. So, uh, I want to show people, like, look, this is what I'm doing. I'm tracking. I also want to show how I get my numbers for calories. Uh, I want to be more involved with like my workouts and bring value to people that don't know how to program so they can see some of it through my page. And learn a little something. So you yeah. want to, so so you want to just bring knowledge, more knowledge. Yeah, just, which is the the best thing to do. Like people mm -hmm. don't understand. Like you've watched me work for the last sixteen or 17, 16 months. I think it's been yeah uh, as an online coach. And to some people, you would think it just came easy, right? But you've seen what I've went through: the stressful days, the fucking meltdowns. Mm -hmm. Because you know what I do takes a lot of time. Right, but at the end of the day, like what I do, look at the results. Like you see that transformations I post oh, today, bro, the crazy transformations. Like, like, and I'm not, I'm not taking in the credit because I didn't do any of the work. I just did my job, my part of the of the like helping them. Mm -hmm. But it's like you get those results because you're you're teaching people, you're teaching them knowledge. You're actually being a true coach. You're not just being someone cookie cutter, you know. Yeah. And and like, it just this is what it takes. It takes you to actually want to pour into them, right? And like that's what I'm teaching you how to be online coach. Not saying mm -hmm. you don't, but you you know I'm teaching like you have to be vulnerable. You have to show people the real ins and outs of of what we do. Yeah. Right. Because I know 100%. for a while a lot of people gave you a hard time for being like posting true stuff. Like especially mm -hmm. you run your surgery. Remember that when people yeah. were giving laughing at you. Not not laughing at you, but people from the gym yeah. were like, "Oh, bro, that's that just too that's soft. too soft. That's yeah. too soft." But at the end of the day, bro, like you know how many people have C-section scars. Yeah, people you know, even ask, like, hey, how'd you know about the tumor? Like, I'm feeling this and that. Yeah. And I was like, that shit was just growing in the felt. And, you, and you're <laughs> building an audience around that. And you're mm -hmm. not building around just, like, a negative thing. You're building around just your life story. And, like, people don't understand, like, that's what it takes. Like, people are so tired of being sold on bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, people are tired of it. But when you have a real human being behind your phone... Are being your coach, are are guiding you through your struggles and holding help holding you accountable. Like, bro, it that's what it takes to help someone be successful. You never know when like it's gonna be their time to shine. Like it's they're gonna actually put in the work, right? Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta I, do it. I remember even you uh showing me your your first transformations. Like you would send me photos, like, is this good enough? Is that I'm like, bro, this is great. Like <laughs> this is the first couple months you're in. And I remember you saying, like, I'm gonna hold on to these. I was got months I was ahead nervous. and bro, you're killing it. Like it's, I remember you having, you know, for a while, I just thought all your clients were, 
overweight, like you know, yeah. a hundred, over two hundred, three hundred pounds, and I'm seeing some clients at like one fifty or two hundred. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you're actually doing the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, no, you that know? that's that's cool. Like today, I had an amazing conversation with someone that's a, a amateur, pro, amateur pro boxer. Yeah, and he, he you were you were here when I was on the phone with them, bro. I gave that guy a discount. I'm like, bro, you're young. You're already amateur pro boxer. You got hurt. You put on 20, 30 pounds. You want to lose any? You're trusting me? Like, bro, that's an amazing story for the brand. I'm, I want to help you. Mm-hmm. I want to help you. Let's get this done. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, and it takes stuff like that. Not saying the discount, but it takes being excited to want to work with someone, right? Yeah. It takes me excited to actually want to actually help them change. Not take their money and just give them this bullshit, but take their money, yes, but at the same time, bring them the value. You're replacing their money with your value. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a it's a trade off. And when done correctly, bro, people win. I win financially. They win with their lifestyle change. And then they'll also win financially. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, it just it, discipline. It's crazy. Discipline I, will take you so far. So fucking far. So far. People are not aware of that. Like everyone could be. I guess I shouldn't say. I'm going to say this. Everyone could be successful. Mm-hmm. But not everyone has discipline and accountability. And it just really comes down to those two things. Prove me wrong. Uh, I mean, you know, watching you start your own line and, mm-hmm. you know, we were in the goddamn room sleeping there for hours. You, bro, hours okay, bre- okay, person. break that. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah, you brought up something. Okay. Break that time down to these people, to, to everyone listening right now. The evolution when I had an office in there. Yeah. When I first started online coaching, break down our normal day of... Damn. Like, just what you've seen me do. All right. So, I mean, this is how our, we were always together pretty much every day. We're still, you've moved. Yeah, it would be how to get to the gym at 5 a.m. Because that's when my day started uh, with clients. AJ would get there, what, 7? Uh, 6. 6 o'clock. 6, six was, uh, was uh, Ruben. Yeah, so 6 o'clock, he's there training in person, too. So, he'd go from uh, from 6 to, I think you were done by 10? Uh, yeah, Anthony was my last yeah, one. Nine, 10, nine. 9. And then he started his Zoom calls. And I'm not done until 12, 1 o'clock. And then I'll be in the room. AJ's doing his Zoom calls. He's working the online. And then we'll get a quick workout around 2, 3. We'll go to In-N-Out or we'll get sushi or, you know, whatever we're eating. And then we'll come back in at 5. I'm training. Then he starts his Zoom call. No, you would have a client. You have a girl. Yeah, I had, I had, uh, I had Kimmy. And then I go had a couple of Zoom calls. Yeah, and then I had the girls. And, so like, go ahead. Sorry. The, the, the. He was, it was just constantly just working. So I'm always, I didn't do have any online. I was just in person. So from uh, 5 a.m. to 12, 1 p.m., work out, and then back in at 5 to about 7.30. So I'll be done by 8.30. AJ's still doing his online. He'll be done by 9, and then, you know, he'll talk to some of the clients, and then he'll leave, and it'll be 9, 10 o'clock, and we start over again. Monday through Friday. Bro, like, and people, like, and and you know, like, and that, it's so crazy to say this now looking back at it, that was done with no structure. Mm -hmm. That was just, I know how to work hard, not smart, right? And now looking where I'm at today, I'm like, I would be able to manage this so much better. Like, I didn't have, like, the the scheduling booking with my Google, like, Mm -hmm. like, all the things that, like, I've seen, like, as you're telling me this, like, I remember how stressful it was to go from training to client to have, like, five minutes to get to the Zoom call (laughs) and stuff like that, but, like, yeah. Like it had a, the brand has to grow. Like you know, you were there when I was making zero dollars from online mm-hmm. coaching, right? You know, and, and it's and it's it would help me build to what I'm building and what you've seen yourself because you've done it is the discipline. Yeah, right. The discipline that it takes to. 
go through the, the fire, right? It was a shit show for a second. It was. But I got to learn in the same time, right? Yeah. I started to figure out where the, where the puzzles were missing, where Francine was the strongest at, where you're the strongest at, where I'm the strongest at. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're still making change in the brain, brand, brain, yeah. the brand right now, but each time we change, it's, it's, it's been better. I mean, it helped me too that when you asked me to help you program. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Your program that, is so, your program is dope. You know, I could, you know, what I realized as a, a personal trainer and online coach is that I can program, but I, I just, you just have like a certain art to your program where like I see it and it makes sense why you did it and why you have it in there. But at the same time, like I wouldn't have thought about it unless I seen your canvas first. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I, f- I know that that's where you're going to be like the, the, the you're going to shine the most like with, you know, the heavy modified brand. It's not just your programming, but the way you break things down for an average person to understand. Like how my analogies, mm-hmm. you do that in your typing, mm-hmm. and in, and in your in your speaking too. When your personal training, you know, and your one on one training, yeah. Um, but that's what it takes, you know, is to be an average person and to explain to an average person, yeah, right. And not an average person like, <clears throat> oh, you just want to be average the rest of your life. No, I'm talking about for if if there's nine hundred people in the room. You don't want to speak to the 5%. You want to speak to the 95%. You want to be able to teach them, right? Mm. Not the people that already know what you're talking about. Yeah. And the way you break it down and stuff is is really, is is is, is honestly, it's like, it's like an art. You know what I mean? You know but it shows the passion you that, have in it. That came from, I mean, as starting as a personal trainer, right? Because that, I was able to teach you when, after my surgery, I was like, you'll take me out the house and I'll teach you everything that was I depressed. know. depressed. But I went through, when I got through LA Fitness and the commercial gym, and they're just giving me clients and clients. And over time, I had to learn how to explain. I even had to learn how to explain uh, working out in Spanish. So, like, I can actually explain the movement in Spanish, but to have a conversation. Well, man's bilingual. It's, like, it's broken Spanish. But when it comes to training, I can actually uh, guide you through the workouts in Spanish because I had clients, I had 80 clients at the time and about 50, 50 something of them were all Spanish speaking. So they would say, no, I can speak to you in English. I'm like, no, I need to learn this because I have, you're not my only Spanish speaking client and this is only going to benefit me. So they would just teach me uh, muñecas, uh, hombros, brazos, (laughs) cadera, like all that stuff. So I would just explain it. And then when I got into the boot camps, uh, I had to train. My biggest class was 79 people. God yeah. damn. So I was growing, but I, I was in it because I made workouts fun and exciting. And I had to learn how to explain that to an average, average An people. average These person walking to a gym. people that have nine to five jobs. They're not really in the gym. Their only yeah. time in the gym is with me for that first hour at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So I had to figure out, okay, how can I make a workout where it's correcting their form without me being there. Because I I gave everyone my time at least five seconds to correct everybody. So just on repetition and repetition and just speaking and speaking, it just made it easier. So then when it came down to typing it, it was just, I would just talk. And yeah, it's just, a, it it's just, you're typing out. Yeah. Well, it's because you know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? When you talk, when you're typing something, talking about something with confidence, when you know what you're saying, when you know it's real, it comes out with the, with ease. Yeah. Right. How my Definitely. analogies do like, you know, you're like, how do yeah, you think I like about your like, analogies? Yeah. They just, they just flow, man. Like, and I, and you know, something's really cool is that, uh, with my analogies, is that my, not every single analogy is the same because I go off the person I'm talking to, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to be talking to Sarah, and give her analogy of how a piston goes up and down and how we have to keep that forward momentum going when she's over here into shopping. 
right? That was a sexist thing to probably say, <laughs> but whatever, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. So I paint the picture for the person because if they're into something, I'm going to use that. Yeah. You know I mean, and then they're going to remember that a lot longer. And then they're going to be able to be successful a lot longer or have the knowledge to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it's so cool how like we flow back and forth and how like you're like, damn, bro, how do you think of this? Or how did you think about the gravity moving you? Yeah, like, it just came to like, me. And then, gravity, yeah, you like, know what I mean? It's think about it. Gravity oh, does 50% of the work. You know what I mean? Gravity. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about when you were talking about Spanish right now? <laughs> My man was intoxicated. No, not intoxicated, but he was smoking on the devil's grass. <laughs> Occasionally does that sometimes. Sometimes here and there. And you're like, bro, you're not, you're not Mexican. You're more Mexican than me. I'm like, what do you mean, Big John? I'm not more Mexican. And you're like, yeah, bro, you don't speak Mexican. I speak Mexican. I'm like, Big John, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't speak Mexican. You're like, yeah, bro, like, how are you going to tell me you're more Mexican than me, bro? You don't speak Mexican. I'm like, Big John, what the fuck is speaking Mexican, Big John? He's all Mexican. I was like, bro, you talking about Spanish? Like, you know what I'm talking about. I'm like, bro, I've been Mexican my whole entire life, and I've never sp spoke Mexican. Like when you're talking about speaking Spanish, it reminded yeah, me of that. Like, like oh, you're shit. like, yeah. oh, I mean, it's Spanish. I'm like, nah, bro, uh, you are definitely not Mexican. But I say, oh, you don't speak Mexican. Like, how do you speak Mexican? Like, yeah, yeah. that was funny. Break that oh one down. God. I don't know. That just popped in my head it right just, now. I don't know why. Or just because I was saying like, bro, and I kept saying it. I kept <laughs> saying not. it, bro. Like, what are you talking about speaking Mexican? Uh, you're like, yeah, bro, Mexican. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, let you know a language I don't know. Uh, that was freaking hilarious. That's a, man. That's a boy Heights. It's yeah, a, that was a, that was Spanglish. That's what I'm telling you, bro. It's that blonde hair. Yeah. It was, yeah, a, it, was before, it was before blonde hair. Before, yeah, it was before blonde. Your hair. brain cells are fighting They're each other right now. now. Oh man, kinda, I don't know. Kinda, I, I still think you should go blue. Actually, if you're on YouTube right now, or you could somewhere you leave a comment, put let me know if you should go blue. Nah, I think you I should go blue, go bro. Blue. I, I think like that's your like your ultra metamorphous blue? version of yourself, like John K. Karen, like John, John, from, JK, JK, John blue. Karen. Because you're always nagging. You and Francine are always nagging. I feel like ever since you dyed your hair, it's like you guys are like, you guys are like best friends now. I feel like you guys are just like, you know, I don't know. her sister. I just, I just said, fuck it. I wanted to dye my hair. Uh, well, actually, I wanted to dye it white. You look dope on stage with a tan. Right? It worked. You look real chip and delish. Yeah. My man was up on stage in a G-string. It wasn't a G-string. It was a G-string, bro. Yeah, you couldn't see my ass cheeks. Only the I definitely part. seen the I definitely seen the ass you know. cheeks. I seen them. I mean, it takes a man to do that. A lot uh, of people won't do it. More men. I don't think anyone wants to see me in a thong. Maybe after my skin yeah, surgery, I'll sure. hop on I would. With I'm physique. excited to see that. Bro, I can't wait, man. I'm excited to see that. No one, really well, cool. no one knows uh, what he's talking about right now is, you know, I had my first orientation uh, Zoom call call with the doctor uh, about getting skin removal surgery. I was talking about the last uh, podcast a little bit. I said I was going to have you on here and I was like, you know, I don't mind losing. Losing is part of everything. It, it's, it's a humbling experience. But I don't like to lose, so therefore, first thing, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get skin removal surgery until 2025, and then I I don't place it. I'm like, fuck it, call, give me a doctor now. Yeah. And I said I feel it. like the biggest reason why I, I lost. Well, yeah, but I you, I you. mean, you you only could know that if if I would have if I would have <laughs> won or placed, I would not be doing this again. No. But something about me, I don't mind, like, losing is not hard for me. Like, mm -hmm. I've learned to accept failure yeah. and learn from it. Yeah. But I don't, I have a very competitive side. Right, like you know, when we're lifting, like when you start, you're feeling it, you're lifting heavy. I have to go five pounds more than yeah. you. And it's not that I, I, you're, I don't, I look at you as an enemy. It's no, like I just, it's I just have a competitive side to me, bro. Like I don't know where. And, and I and I hate how you can lift heavier than me. I'm like, wow, I know, bro. bro. My arms so are bigger wack. than you too. 
No, nah, so wait, wait, wait. Give me a couple. Give me a couple months. I'm both. Yeah, well, man. if you you have a couple months to grow, what do you think mm. I'm gonna do, man? What do you think I'm gonna do? Sit here and just fucking chill? Nah, bro. I'm oh. telling you, I can I double up different. on my creatine, baby. I, I don't no, care. I'm just kidding. That's a joke, everyone. Don't don't grab your creatine. Yeah, it's only takes five grams. Five grams. That's all you could take every yeah. single day. But yeah, no, man. It, it, it's dope. It's dope to see you grow and to see you come to this. You know, we got off a of stage with each other and we got to you know have that, a dope that, ass time. That was dope. You know, and what? a lot of people were rooting you on, like. Bro, my clients love you. Like you, we, it's so funny because they're so close. Like they know you so well. Like they'll even talk crap on it. Like, oh yeah, I saw Big John was eating out again. You know what I mean? It's like so funny. Like because I forget that. Like I'm very, very protective who I post on my social media. Yeah. Like I only post my circle and the people yourself, Francine, Frankie barely makes the cut. Honestly, you know what I mean, <laughs> Mikey. You know what I mean? I'm very, I, I, yeah. re, I, I'm very careful because at the same time, like I really have to protect my brand. But the people I do post have been posted for years or you know wherever long it is you know so it's like so funny like to know that like how my clients know you're like you hop in every single one of my group zoom calls and like you sit there and listen and you speak up and you know, ask questions and mm -hmm. you know all that stuff so it's really cool like i forget how how you know a part of the brand you are until like i'm on a zoom call and then like someone calls like calls you out like yo yo where, where's big john but i saw messages like hey i wish you and big john a, a good look at the show and you and big john are gonna crush it like it was it wasn't just yeah, like a hope cool, you kill yeah. it coach it was like you and big john and i was like that's dope. Like, I like that because, you know, hey, no one has to say good luck or anything, but mm -hmm. when you bring value to people, they yeah, really no, want to see you they, win. They actually hit me up, too, on the on the ground. Oh, so see, like, that's yeah, dope. So yeah, yeah. Really see, cool. that's dope, man. Like, that so, that's how you know you're really bringing value yeah. to people. Um, and, and like, what, wanna, what is it? what I want to do is just bring that value because I see yeah. you doing it, right? Because I actually literally grew with you and grow with the brand. And I remember when uh, I got my first client and you got your first client. Yeah. Or when I got my first one, I was like, yo, what do I do? This is so much work. Like, I don't I don't know how to bro, manage this. This is It's like, crazy, right? It, yeah. it, 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 bro, that was one client. The first day we <laughs> opened up the website, 500 leads. Bro, I was in Mexico on 75 hard, like literally clinching my butt cheeks together. She's like, we have to shut down the website. I'm like, no. And we look, bro, there's 500 leads. And it's me and Francine. I have no game plan on how to be a coach. I have no blueprint of how to yeah. build my online coaching program other than that I know I'm going to get this done. Bro, that was the most hectic, like, two, three, four months of my life that I've ever had. I remember. But I got to grow from that. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't have gray hair. I, I have gray hair, but this blonde hair hides it. So You, know. no, you have gray hair? Yeah. I had it at 11. Damn, I was stressed. You're born stressed? Yeah. 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 You're born yeah. you're born pressed. I was, uh, I was are. but uh now I have a uh, I have 6 and I just uh, closed one, so that's 7. I'm 3 away from 10. That was a goal. And now you're focusing on tracking, which is really dope because yeah. I really never seen you track before. I would I track. Yeah. You wouldn't track, so it was really dope to see cuz and why is that? Like actually I know why. I'm not going to sit here and be like every other person like, "Hey bro, why is that?" But I love how I love the reason why you're tracking now. Can you share everyone yeah. like why you're tracking your food? So, um, so I've got, I've only gotten into like the best shape of my life because of the bodybuilding shows. So I had a coach, the coach was sending the meal plan and I'm like, okay, cool. Why do I need to track this? He's giving me my numbers. If I eat this every day, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. So I don't need to know how many calories I'm eating, how many grams of protein, carbs, all that. Like I didn't know people would ask like, how much you eating? I'm like, I would I ask you all that. Remember, I would always yeah. ask you, bro, like, like how, how many calories do you need? Like, oh, I don't know. I just eat. I'm like, bro, 
it must be nice because when you hit 30, your life is going to tank. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you like, know? I don't know. I just eat the food that's given to me and that's it. My body just looks good. I just train cardio and that's it, right? And then after the show's done, that was it. I didn't develop the discipline of tracking or anything. So once the show was done, I kept the body for like a week or two. And then boom, I'm gaining the weight back again, just like that. Because I didn't develop the discipline of tracking, knowing what I'm eating, why I'm eating, eating, how many calories I was eating to get to that point. So during this show, I didn't start tracking until maybe the last month of the show. We've been prepping for damn near 10 I'm, months. I got my first meal plan in January. Yeah, first meal plan was in January. And I wasn't tracking that. I was just eating it. And as I was getting closer, I'm like, look, I, as we're getting closer to the end, I have plans on what I want to do now. I want to bring value on my page. I want to be relatable. If I'm going to be an online coach, I need to know how to track because I need to teach this. I need to know more nutrition. I need to do yeah. these things. So I was like, I need a, once the show's done, I need a, I already got a game plan. So I started tracking the last month, seeing what I got to put. And then I learned how to uh, count my calories, learn the macros. Because I wanted to make a meal plan for myself since I never developed that discipline after a bodybuilding show. Because I want to keep the body I have right now and I want to slowly grow. So I'm going up five pounds roughly every month. That's the way I want to do it. So now it's really cool now that you guys have your ebook and I get to use it. So I'm making the meals that I want with the calories I need. So I just put egg whites, this and that. And then I add it in and I see it. I'm like, cool, this is what I can work with. And now I want to be relatable with everyone is where I'm going to go out. There's going to be moments where we're going to have in and out. We're going to go to gym. I'm going in and out after this. So I'm going to put that in my meal plan and I'm going to share that. I'm like, hey, guys, look, I'm going to go to in and out right after my workout. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this meal out Mm -hmm. and that implement the in and out and look at this where I'm at. I'm still within my calories. I'm still going to lose weight. And call the day. That's it. And I want to kind of go back real quick. You were on a roll and I didn't want to cut you off. But you said something that was really cool, and a lot of people that heard you, I don't think heard you yet, and I want to reiterate on that, okay? So you said you got a meal plan, you followed it. Once a meal plan was gone, you didn't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Right? And that not that what I preach in my program? Yeah. I'm not here to have you live off a meal plan. I'm not here to have you live off of this, this meals I recommendation I send you. I want to teach you how to track food so you know there's no such thing as bad food, mm-hmm. but you know there's a bad, bad portion control, right? Yeah. Now, there's better options, too. Like, there's people like, oh, well, what do you mean there's no bad food? Sugar is bad for you. Yes, yeah, sugar is bad for you, but if you eat too much, mm-hmm. right? There's a day, there's there's a there's a recommended value for you to have of sugar every single day. There's sugar in, in, in fruit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like, let's get it together. But too much fruit is going to be bad for you. Like, and how I break that down is like this. Water is good for you, right? Yeah. But if you drink a gallon in less than two minutes, you're going to drown. Yep. But is the water still bad for you then? Or is how much you drink bad? It's how much you drink. So then it's a portion of it, right? Yeah, like example, I had, uh, I put all my meals in and I had 352 calories left. And I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't even track the Oreos that I eat. I just tracked all the meals that I eat. You didn't track those Matt, four Oreos. Yeah, yeah, but I put the four or No, eight. eight, eight you had eight? eight? Me too. I've and, had eight today. And I put eight little mini thin Oreos, and I went down to 92 calories left. That means if you eat so one whole 92 meal, calories more, you yeah. will be in a, a surplus. surplus. Yeah. So well, now, no, technically, you won't. No, I'm starting to No, deficit. you'll be in no. a, you'll, you'll be less of a deficit. Mm-hmm. And then you go into your maintenance and then yeah. you go, yeah. So you think about it, like, to be in a deficit, 
you have to overeat the deficit to get to your maintenance and to get mm-hmm. to your maintenance to pass to your surplus. Like by with tracking your food, you're just you're ju- it's a cheat sheet to you being successful. Mm-hmm. It's literally right in front of you. If you're supposed to eat two thousand calories a day and you're at nineteen hundred and ninety calories, the rest of the day you're either not supposed to eat anything or everything you eat past that you're going to be out of your yeah. less and less of a deficit. You know exactly. So yeah, so I like you share that you didn't have the knowledge, so therefore you don't have the knowledge. You never be successful in anything, mm-hmm. right? Like if I were to tell you right now, hey bro, you need to go and handle all my online coaching tomorrow. You're gonna look at me like I'm an, I'm a crazy. But if I would teach you for the next couple of weeks how I do my online coaching and how what app I use for this and how they book their Zoom calls and how to turn my computer on, what's my password, how to get a hold of who it is, blah, 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 you're like, oh, I got it. Mm-hmm. I could do this. Now I got this, bro. Go on vacation. I'll handle this for you, right? Mm-hmm. It's no different than anything else, right? Here's another analogy. When you first got your, what's your first job you did? Uh, I worked at, oh, I did security. At All right, cool. Club. When you're a security <clears throat> guard, you're probably there. You're probably nervous, probably looking around, probably yeah. thinking like someone's want to fight, right? You didn't really know where you're supposed to stand, X, Y, and Z. Almost got fired my first Almost day. Almost got fired your first day, I was, right? I was trying to make money and I did, but. Damn. I got ratted out by. Damn, I, ratted him out. The other person wanted to bring a whole like family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you, I'm like, it's 20 bucks each. And it's like, no, I'm not going to pay $20 to get to go see this. I'm like, well, I can't let you in. I'm like, Damn. what about them? I'm like, well, they paid. Damn. I'm gonna talk to the manager. I'm like, oh fuck. Damn. They didn't what fire me. Uh, they didn't fire me because they liked how I want. Uh, I was hungry to make money. Let's go. So, oh yeah. So getting to it, like that was your first job, right? Mm-hmm. You almost got fired in your first job. Yeah. First day, first day in your job. So the way you didn't know was, how to handle it, right? No. Right. It was new to you, right? Mm-hmm. But though, after a couple of weeks, a couple of months. You, you got that job down. You knew where to work with. You knew who to do mm-hmm. this, how to take care of this. Started charging right? $100. You started, oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. House parties? No, this was a, this was a, it was called the Belasco's in downtown. Oh, that's, I know where it's at. Belasco's, yeah. bro. I thought you used to have all age clubs. Though. That used to be all, that used to be all age club, bro. Belasco's, that's so crazy. I hate it when 18 and up club. It's like, how are you going to bring 18 year olds? Bro, I can't say nothing, bro. I've been, I've been, I, I've been, I've been, for anyone out there, it's Orange County. <laughs> You know, strawberry Sundays, baby. I was out there throwing it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been partying, but, but I yeah. Going to, I was, actually, I was, I was 20 years old working at the club. Couldn't even make it in. Couldn't even make it in the club. Well, you actually, can hate outside the club. Yeah. You can't even make it in. Um, but it was cool. It was a good time. It was a good experience dealing with people. Uh, actually learning how to talk to people and then kind of finesse and things like that. And then I worked at, a, um, at an after-school program with kids. And... Uh, Were you... <laughs> How are you gonna teach people how to color the lines when you can't color in lines, bro? bro Come on, like, bro! Like, were they teaching you or are you teaching nah, them? Nah, you know what? It was really cool because I, I I would work with the second up to the eighth, and they were all different. They're all in different stages of some were like really innocent, and then they started. There's that they're trying to be cool phase between the fifth and sixth grade, and then you got the seventh and eighth where they're like they think they're cool. So the the eighth graders and the seventh would try to like uh, talk smack, talk shit, and then I'll hit them back. And then they'll get in their feelings. I'm like, hey, look, if you're gonna talk some shit, you gotta understand. I'm gonna say, <laughs> well, you know, we're sending kids home crying. <laughs> you're a bully. That's why well, I make fun of you. That's why I do it because those are my like, cousins you're making learn, fun of. Though. I'm like, you gotta learn. I'm like, hey, but just come, just know it's not coming from a bad place. I love like, how this guy's telling them they gotta learn. But yeah, this guy when he first started hanging out with me and Jordy was like, bro, you guys talk so much crap. You guys don't stop. <laughs> and then you realize our girls did the same thing. Like they just they're explosive. Uh, when I went to, I think it was uh, you guys invited me to go eat sushi. And that's <laughs> when I knew I'm like, oh, I'm part of the, the, the group now. And then I sit down, and then they're just nonstop shit talking. I was like, bro, yo, this shit reckless. And no, even our girls, shit. our girls got mad at us though. Did I tell you that yeah. Francine and, and Francine and I got got upset. She's like that was too harsh. Like you were going too hard. Like 
I'm like, we gotta toughen him up. Like if he's gonna be around us, like he we have to toughen him up. Yeah. Like we and I obviously you were used to like having constant defend yourself. <laughs> Cause like me and Jordy just we just blurt so out whatever. Quick. I would like think of one thing and then boom, boom we got like, five bro, more back. Well, five remember, bro, Jordy's been a hundred pounds his whole entire life and I've been <laughs> fat my whole entire life. So you're yeah. sitting with two people that you know, because you know, like usually the smallest person in the room or the biggest person in the room gets yeah. picked on. Like those, those are the two people they go for mm -hmm. those two people. So bro, I've been like, I just been trash talking my whole life, bro. Yeah. I just, it's just, it's like first nature. It's like, if you tell me something and I have a smart ass thing to say, I actually think of that and want to say that first, but I have to bite my tongue and think of the mature thing to say first. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like how I'm like, Hey man, I'm having a hard day, stressful day today. And you were probably like, Oh bro, like don't trip. Like just kind of breathe, go for a walk. If you were telling me that in my first head, I'm like, stop being, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. You're being, I, I can't say yeah. it, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I would say it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, that's what it is. Uh, it just, it's just constant. But it, it, but it works. Though. It works. It, it depends on the person. I know how to, though. I know how to yeah. break it though. I know how to like be there and be a real <laughs> friend, but I also know how like, Hey, like none of my friends come to me with, with problems, not expecting me to give advice. And I always ask too, like, Hey, like, do you want advice or you just want me to listen? Cause you don't want advice. I'm about to, I'm about to break it. I'm about to break it. But it's, it's good to, yeah. you know, have, I, I mean, you need it. I was going to say, like, it sounds weird for me saying it, but I feel safe to say it's good to have friends like me because I'm always going to tell you how it is, but I'm always going to be there for you. Yeah. 100%. Like, I always got your back. No matter what, I got your back, but also I'm going to have your back enough to tell you the shit that no one wants to tell you, mm -hmm. especially when you're fucking up. Yeah. Right? Like Francine said, like, don't tell me a goal because I'm going to make you stick to that goal. Yeah. Right? I don't care. If you want to be a ballerina, you better be the best out ballerina and I better see you practicing. Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? That's just how I look at it, man. But I feel like, not a lot of people have that around them that they, no. they say something and their friend just let it, you know, drift between their ears and never turns in anything. Like, I mm -hmm. feel like that's not a real friend. Like, you told me what you wanted to move out to Vegas for, and I expect nothing but yeah. that. Actually, I expect nothing less but from that. I, I expect nothing but you to get that done plus 10 other things that you didn't have on your goal list. I know. Like, you, just, you just said that you want to come, and I was like, oh, fuck it. That's insane. It yeah, started. It insane. started in jacuzzi, the hot tub time yeah, machine, and we only known each other for a year. Now it's two, but yeah, now it's two. And you've lived with me. Now I call you my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's but yeah, man. Like, no, I, I think this is a cool podcast to kind of wrap up. Like, it's been a minute since you're on a podcast. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we definitely need to get into like more of the prep and stuff like that. But I like how this this podcast we got to talk about the creating discipline and got to the importance mm -hmm. of like really knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it and not just following a piece of paper. Cause even though at the end of the day, I'm all like coach, you would think it's kind of going against when I promote, but I don't promote that. I promote teaching people, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to pour into people. That's what we're trying to do on the podcast and online coaching on our social media is that we want to continue to pour into people. Cause the more you pour into people, the more knowledge they learn, the more knowledge mm -hmm. they learn, the more successful they're going to be over time. And the more people you help become successful, you're the real yeah. champion. I you feel. Know, you know, uh, since I'm like barely getting into the online, um, into online, uh, in person, so I do the in person training, and I see other trainers and the way I interact with my clients. Like I'm hands on, constantly teaching yeah. and cueing and doing these. Like I'm teaching, like I'm teaching them how to work out and be efficient without me, so they can go to the gym. And work out on their own. Even if they don't know how to program, they would know what how machines, to fill the muscle. Yeah, like up. what machines to use and put together. And I get feedback. So when they they go on the weekend to go train, they're like, "Hey, I went to train my sister. I want to train my friend." And I put them through this workout, and they're like, "Oh my god, what? Yeah, that's how'd so you dope." Put me through, and I'm like, "Look, you're learning. You may yeah. say you don't know anything." 
but you're applying everything I'm teaching you, and that's what I want. I want yep. people, I want you to go to a gym and someone look at you and be like, damn, they know what their they're form doing. is fucking yeah. immaculate. Yep. Like, that's what I want. I want you to learn. I want you to be able to do this without me. And then so you're conf they're confident, fun. too. Yeah. Like, so, because, you know, something, you know, uh, before we go, and I want to bring this up, a lot of people don't feel comfortable in the gym because they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you go with someone that teaches you what you're doing, shows you what you're doing, show you like how you break the form down, the analogies, X, yeah. Y, and Z. It's just going to build that confidence. Like we're going to be so nervous of stepping in the gym. Let me talk to a person that's scared of stepping in the gym. You're going to be nervous and that's totally fine to be nervous. You were nervous the first time you drove a car. You're nervous the first time you went on a date. You're nervous the first time you're about to go for a kiss. Like we're nervous for everything that's new to us. That's totally fine. But what, how you break that nervousness is showing up every single, well, not every day because you're not going to gym every day, right. but showing up when you need to show up and just learn, just see what you're doing. Take a picture, Google it, watch a YouTube video, get a personal trainer, online coach, whatever it is, or you sit there and learn it yourself. Like, it's okay to be nervous. Like, I go into new gyms. When I went into Alpha Lead, I, Alpha Lead, I took off my shirt, I was nervous. Mm -hmm. It's not because, like, I was scared. It was just, I was nervous because, like, I was with so many people, so many cameras. Like, we all have that, that nervous feeling, but don't let the nervous feeling stop you from becoming the next version of yourself. Right, because when you're comfortable, you're growing, and when you're growing, you become the next best version of yourself, and that's what you want to continuously do every single day with your life. You want to work to become better. I literally just had a whole podcast by myself mm -hmm. about that, right? And that's it. So get in the gym, go get comfortable being uncomfortable, learn something new, try something new, ask someone a question. Just learn everything. Just you learn doing. everything you can. Become a sponge. Like you're so we're so infatuated with like famous people's fucking drama. Why don't you be infatuated with your own life and you and, and your and you knowing how to use gym equipment mm -hmm. and learn things that are actually going to better you and uplift you and double and ten x you right? I started instead of knowing what the Kim Kardashians <laughs> ate for breakfast yesterday. Oh, 100. I started to since how to be home alone cooking. I stopped uh, putting on shows and I, I put on uh, YouTube either a podcast or a training that I follow. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, things like <laughs> that, and I'll just put it on and listen to that. Something that's going to bring me value and stop looking at you know i'm obviously i'm a big bad bunny fan so for a while to watch some of his stuff watch his music videos or whatever i'm like yo this shit is bringing me no value like yeah. i'm really not getting anything from this so then i put something that talks about finances or training or yeah, mental develop like personal your development cup, all your that. cup you're pouring your, yeah. you're pouring you know what's I, I as much as i love hearing that i got to be honest with myself lately and i told you i've complained about this about myself I've been so into like murder mysteries and stuff like that. Like my my whole entire prep of cardio when it got hef hectic, uh, cardio like was two yeah. hours a day. I was listening to murder mysteries and like uh in in like when people in interrogation rooms, I, and I and I I'm trying to like find my happy medium because I I really do like listening to that, but I know it's so negative that I want to be careful what I'm listening to, right? Because we yeah. are a sponge. We do take things in. If we listen to negative shit all day, we're going to become negative. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that, but I also enjoy, like, the murder mysteries and stuff. So I'm trying to, like, break through that cycle or trying to figure out my happy medium place. Like, we're about to drive to Vegas right now. Literally, four-hour drive, I will be listening to nothing but me and friends who listen to nothing but murder mysteries all the way there. You know, yeah. we've drove to Vegas plenty, or California plenty of times. Um, but I, I like that. You know, get out there and learn. Yeah, get out there and, and be careful what you, you, what you consume. Right. And be careful what you let into your heart. Be careful what you let into your thought process. Be careful what you give your energy to. Mm -hmm. Right. I like that. Went with that. Yeah. I like that one. It was good. Yeah. I like the conversation, bro. Proud of you too. Thank you. We got to talk. Uh, we got to shoot another podcast uh, talking about like the the real nitty gritty behind the scenes. I want to know how my attitude was. With I feel like the, I was really good with the with the show. But we'll talk about the next podcast though. 
This was a good one. I, I like this one. Really brought some cool little value. Kind of talked about the training. Uh, and hopefully this brought value to you. If this ever brings any type of value value to you, feel free to comment, share the show, favorite it, save it, download it. Um, our podcast is going to continue to grow because of for, because of you, right? And our podcast is made because of you. I make no money on this show. I have no paid ads on this show. I have no sponsors of the show. I came out here to start a podcast, to build my brand, to share, to pour into other people, to share the knowledge I've learned over the years and have people on my podcast that have knowledge to share with everyone. So it really means a lot for you to share the show. And this is Modify Your Life Podcast where I am your... (laughs) (laughs) This is Modify Your Life Podcast where I'm your host, Anthony Lopez. Today we have Mr... I was going to say Modified Frankie. (laughs) We have Big John, a.k.a. PJ, a.k.a. JK, John Karen, because he's coming blue hair, Fat, aka, AKA Fat no Bunny, aka PHAT uh, so John. Tickets. Yeah, man. It's okay, bro. No, no I'm just kidding. We got Big John. Big John, give him your socials, man. Security? Security? <laughs> nah. Yeah, go ahead uh, and do that. Too. The only thing is Instagram. So big underscore John John. I don't not really. You know, I just Twitter. realized your Instagram is big underscore John John. Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? I swear well, I thought yours was big underscore John. I never seen John John and we've been <laughs> friends for over two years. I swear to you, I thought his Instagram the whole, I, the whole entire time was big underscore John. I never seen John John. That's wild. It, that's because I'm dyslexic, huh? Yeah. And my mom used to get mad at me for not being able big to learn and I'm over here with a disability my whole life. John John. Well, you know what? That's mm. messed up, mom. Mm. That's messed up a different podcast. So now I just need to get big. Yeah, dude. You need to grow those calves too. Those calves are tragic. I actually worked on them. I did a, you know what? Isometric holds that.